Oh. I see what you did there. I, I, it's a good time to start. Okay, so let's just just get into it. Okay, let's uh, start. We even get to do a sound check. One, two, one, two. Oh my god. <clears throat> I think we all sound pretty good. Pretty good. All right. I all right. Let's talk to sexy. the people. Tune in. Oh, that's a given. Okay. Let me do my spiel. If it's your first time listening to an episode of Brevity Box, our podcast is built around hot takes on random talk bit topics and random conversation from our humble little soapbox. I'm Triple C in the Big Easy over there on the left. That's Becky and Brando in the Dirty T, Tucson, Arizona. If you're a returning listener, thank you for the support. Keep listening, subscribe, rate, and review. We appreciate all of the support. Uh, Brevity Box is part of the Ruminations Radio Network, a collection of entertaining podcasts produced by Area 42 Studios and Sound. Shout out to Mitch. Uh, please visit our website and sample the other podcasts there. You will find us at www.ruminationsradionetwork.com. They are all good. Pick one. Enjoy. Okay. What is the word, Brando, Becky? Becky doesn't know what 40K is. We're going to catch you guys up on the conversation we just started. Um, what we were saying, because on our Discord, on the network, there's a lot of channels, movie channels, music channels, and gaming channels and a lot of us are gamers and this is being recorded the weekend that elden ring came out just think george rr R. martin made was a part of a video game creation and this game is super 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 difficult to play so that just came out and there's been a lot of chatter so to say is it's overwhelming at times it is super overwhelming. And so uh, so Becky, who is uh, it, a lot of things, but a nerd, as she, she would say it, no, no. she is not. <laughs> and so, of course, whenever she hears or reads some of the random shit we're talking about, of course, I, I can only imagine the cliche images that cross your brain of, oh like, God, Simpsons characters, <laughs> like, lisping with, t- you know what I'm saying? Like, the, oh the guy gosh. in the basement from South Park. And then I look at myself in the mirror and I go, what did I do? How? How did this happen? <laughs> what did I get myself into? <laughs> and so what I was pointing I was like, out why is... Why am I on a Discord with a bunch of these weird virgins? <laughs> that thought has randomly crossed in my head. I didn't want to be You're a basic though, ass bitch. <laughs> no, but I mean, uh, we were talking about how... I was making a point that Joe Manganello, who's big giga chad looking dude, very athletic, has all the... The cool guy hobbies, which I like him too. He's also known for his huge Dungeons and Dragons uh, pen and paper dice game play. His whole basement's dedicated to it. Very, you know, famous people show up to play these games. And then on the other side, I was saying Henry Cable, who known from Superman and The Witcher and Justice League and big buff. Also, you know, uh, uh, <laughs> like slightly like, 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 like probably Chad. what six five and two sixty of muscle, massive. muscle. Yeah, and of course, this is the kind of guy that mm-hmm. just makes Becky go hmm, <laughs> you know. And so she's up there drooling and you know talking about all the things that she'd like to do to Superman, and uh, we have to point out to her that he is another example of a guy that has that not so closeted nerd geek pick your word uh and he's got videos of him building a computer and and playing warhammer 40k he's a big warhammer 40k i I think the computer building thing was something he did to bond with his nephew or some shit he can but it's just him in the video man he can Uh, have it maybe i'm thinking i'm thinking of terry cruz oh that's right you are thinking of terry cruz another big dude um (laughs) 
I love that guy too. Uh, yeah. So that's, that's what we're saying is that there's a bunch of normal ass guys who, you know, behind closed doors, they play a lot of games <laughs> and they have, and they, and they talk about those games to each other. Or they may even um, watch people play games. And like Becky, you're one of those people who can't believe that, that there are Twitch streamers that are making millions of dollars with sponsorship just by playing games and letting people watch I still can't it. believe that shit. Listen, I can't believe there it are people... It blows my mind that there's such a thing as professional hot girls. Yeah, I can't believe there's what people were you saying, on Becky? the tickety talk making money <laughs> opening toys. That's kind of what I mean. Professional hot girl. I'm not talking about models. I'm talking about influencers. Yeah, that's but really they funny do. That you bring that up because I, I had a like. I was thinking about that today, like influencers. Well, we'll talk I about it next time because guess what, Becky, you're along for the Elden Ring episode. So, Charlie, where are you at? I'm just kidding. I'm just. <laughs> no. We're not doing that to I, Becky. We are not doing that to the, Becky. Did you hear the panic <laughs> swallow I just did? I was like, I did. Um, I absolutely did. Can Listen, I just mute my mic. Now? I, <laughs> I guess, so let's let's go back to watching people game because I, I want to throw out this example. So uh, using my wife as a, a litmus test as well, she's also one of these people who's like, how can you watch people play video games? And I've never been able to explain it to her I can. Uh, really well. Okay, Brando, you helped here unknowingly. You were broadcasting while you were playing Elden Ring, and I don't know if you were aware, but your mic is on. And so you're sitting there playing the game. I didn't, I didn't know. Okay, and this this is the best thing because I, I show it to her and I go, look, let me let me try again because I think you're going to laugh. And so you're going up in this game that's I notoriously almost, it, difficult. It gave me the option to even plug a fucking webcam in and I almost did it too. Dude, I got to tell you, Brooke got it right away when she's she doesn't really know how to put together everything she's seeing on the screen, right? Because it's really hard to explain. And the more you get into detail, the more the more you're just fitting a stereotype when you start talking about what it is that you're fighting. But needless to say, really difficult, very challenging. Everybody who plays this game gets really stressed out. And so hearing Brando <laughs> verbalize him getting stressed out, and it was clear he didn't know his mic was on, immediately had Brooke and I laughing, and we watched him game for half an hour. Because every time he'd come around some dude that would break out, like, two giant swords, you would hear, like, it would be no noise, you're just hearing the game, and then out of nowhere you'd hear Brando go, oh, god damn it. Oh, fuck me. Oh, god damn it. <laughs> and then he'd start playing, and then he'd get killed, and he goes, that was some bullshit. <laughs> or 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 my favorite one that, that got used a lot of today, rounding a corner, saying something giant, just saying nope, 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 yeah. Nope. And so it's it's funny to hear that narration <sighs> from him being so cynical in a game that is <sighs> is just gonna bring that out in the most positive of person. Uh, and so it's uh, it was hilarious, and it makes it entertaining, and that's. That's the best way I can explain to you is watching your friends play or watching somebody play. You're kind of seeing these people under duress. You're seeing them doing something challenging and it's not, it's not easy, you know, and some people won't even get it, but it's a lot of fun to watch. I'll tell you what, next time I'll plug in a webcam, we'll have, we'll, we'll let Brooke have some real fun with it. Especially <laughs> when you get scared in that game, when something startles the shit out of you, you just jump yeah. like a moron. I mean, you, it, it's completely hilarious. Um, I don't know how to explain, it. but yeah. So Becky, I have a question. I mean, yeah, please. When you guys are playing the video games, so the video games, correct? That's the video games. Okay. The videos, yes. 
um, when you're the like bitches. playing on the, do you like play on the controllers or do you like, is it like a computer video game? Like, well, this well, is, a, we're, we're playing, we're, we're both playing on the, on the Xbox. I weirdly enough went to GameStop intending to buy a switch. And then as I'm waiting in line, I ask, I, I as, as I'm waiting in line, I just see again, the, tra- uh, the newest trailer for this game we're talking about, come on the GameStop TV. And I'm just like, God fucking damn it. I was a buddy of mine was looking for a graphics card so I could do it on PC eventually, but let's just get this shit over with. Mm-hmm. Uh, I didn't know they had the X. I didn't know the Xbox series S existed. So I got to save a couple hundred bucks Oh, because I'm not hooking this thing up to a 4k TV. It's going up to one of my monitors here at my desk. Get, so I don't need the extra now. power. <laughs> so it was yeah. a, it was, it was just, everything worked out perfectly. All right, let me, so let me decide for this game that, kick my dick in the dirt all weekend. Let me let me decide for a little bit of that. Yeah, Brando went. Okay, so Brando went. Let me let me try and translate it myself. Brando, I went there intending to get Mario Kart. I came back with this shit. Brando went to GameStop to buy yes. a Game Boy. Basically, yeah, in essence, yeah. Then, the new version. And then while he was at GameStop, the TV played a commercial. Yes. And it was for this game game that we've been talking about. Yes. Okay. And then and he decided to buy a console that is some because there are two. It's like blue or something. It's white. No, it's white. It just has cheaper and smaller, and it's it's really straightforward. And and then it's less features for someone with a shitty TV, basically. Something about a card into the computer, and now we're here with the controller. A card into the computer. You said I mean, something I about think a card it's okay. into a computer. No, he, she's saying he's not plugging it into a 4K television, is what he's oh, saying. Okay, so I yeah, okay. okay. So okay. so you got you got it. You got, got it. it. He was yeah, going okay, there to buy so. a handheld unit. He didn't want to buy something that he had to plug into his television. He saw he had a cheaper option okay. and that it would play this game. And the commercial for the game was enough motivation. And the reason that it was enough motivation, I'm just gonna keep telling you. Uh, is this is like, um, let me try to, there's really no easy way to say it. in gaming, just like in anything else, there are these certain games where like, almost like if it were dancing and dance moves or cheerleading and a really tough, like performative piece, it doesn't mm-hmm. matter what it is. There's always these peak things where if somebody says, Oh, I, I did that. I beat that. Or I did that really well. You're going to be impressed mm-hmm. because just to be able to do it is like street cred, right? Yeah. And there's there's shit like that in video games. And one of those sort of holy grail properties like that that there's only been a handful of them made are games called Dark Souls. And that's a dumb name, don't think about it, just go with it. Yeah, it doesn't matter. So it doesn't really matter what to say about this just other than it's very very difficult. It's sort of uh it's not sort of, it's clearly a dark uh, sort of demonically influenced world that you're in and it's very 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 demanding and difficult on somebody to just play regularly or to get through it so you have to be quick you have to be good with a controller it's it's tough very tough so i just thought of a good me, mo- i just thought of a good motto for the game i gotta say it before i for- it, it leaves my mind go for it <laughs> elden ring comma come correct or get corrected get yeah i mean look it's <laughs> It's merciless. It's a merciless game. And so not many people 
play through and beat these games all the way through. And then they give you a way to keep playing where it gets more and more difficult. And so there's some bragging rights to it when people say, oh, I've played all the Dark Souls, I beat all the Dark Souls. That's not an easy thing. Not everybody's going to do that shit. Now, gotcha. the guy who's made that series of games partnered up with the author of Game of Thrones. And so this writer and this famous game creator came together and made this giant version of this game. And the whole world is sort of alive at the same time. And it's uh, impressive, even if you've never, like you would get in there and go, all this shit's happening. It feels like a whole nother thing that just on a story mode, it's interesting, but man, is it fucking brutal. So whenever you hear somebody like Brando getting his ass handed to him over and over, and it's filled with, I mean, if you've listened to this podcast before, you've heard the guy's silky, sweet, chocolatey tones, hearing that with frustration and goddamn it's, and that was horseshit is wildly entertaining <laughs> because it's, it's real frustration. I mean, you can tell right away. He's not happy. Like <laughs> it's just that's why, a hard that's why I had to go play the driving game for a while. Yeah, so we had to decompose. De de but, but Becky, uh, I was again. I was going to get a computer put together so I could play this eventually. But just seeing some newer media for it just kind of broke my resolve, and I just I, I ended up walking away with it. Gotcha. So my question is: When you guys are playing video games, yes, and you're on your controller or your joystick or your keyboard, whatever you're using, does your huh? do you do the Michael Jordan tongue? While you're playing the video game, no. Oh. <laughs> I have uh, no. I have the notorious white man's overbite disco dancing oh. face. <laughs> you know, I'm I'm like biting my uh, my bottom lip when I get into a a tense situation. I mean, look, the, the easiest way I can tell you this is that most most games now are fan service like movies. So they give yeah. you a game with the idea that they want you to feel like it's challenging, but a lot of games are designed for you to be able to win, right? Yeah, they want I you saw, to win. You I know? saw that with the, um, my stupid ex Please. needs to play the one, is it Fallout? So yeah, I mean, it's another a good example of a, a legendary. Sit, but that, I used to sit and watch him a, and be like, what the fuck? But this is so much fucking right. cooler than Fallout. It's way cooler than Fallout. But yeah, to, be that, fair, that, to be fair, every time I say, oh, that's horse shit, that's just me being upset because... You can't beat it. No, because in the end, that death was my own fault. Oh. Yeah, I mean, really, I mean, without getting too geeky about it. But yeah, that's, that's all I was wanted to point out, is that where most entertainment is fan service to some extent, this one is one of those that's not at all. Totally not at all. No <laughs> cheat codes, no add-ons. No. No. No, and no. In fact, this is kind of totally gimmies. open world Grand Theft Auto style. And if you accidentally wander into the wrong part area that you shouldn't be, you're, you're gonna, gonna regret it. You're gonna die. I mean, you're that's been the whole the shit kicked out of you. Oh. So that's and, the whole and challenge. Normally, normally so in games like, like it's this, like you're going back to high school for you guys. <laughs> uh, Dick. No, Dick. <laughs> this wasn't I'm how teasing. it was for me in high school. <laughs> Maybe junior high. <laughs> Maybe junior high. Oh, definitely junior high. Yeah. No, I mean it's it's it's. I think it's this, it's one of those few kinds of games where you're like anything. Like I, I pick the sport. 
You know, if it was the one that comes to mind is lacrosse. I mean, I played a lot of lacrosse, totally <laughs> whiting myself out, right? No, but I mean, you know, if you want to learn or hockey, if you want to learn any stick skills, you're going to spend a lot of time on the ice. It's simple and straightforward, but really difficult to master. Mm-hmm. And that's, this is one of most games aren't like that. Most games, you're a lot of times you're going through some of the motions just to get the story or you enjoy some part of it. There's a lot of varieties, but this is one of those that sits on the end of that spectrum where it's like, they're not giving you any fan service. And, and it's gotten to the point where it's almost more popular because of the fan service. It doesn't give you like, you're going to die. You're going to get frustrated. Everybody knows it and they want some more. It's really masochistic, you know, yes. but beating it, it, but you know, Brando posted it on discord, right? It's like, you it is maybe one of two or three games i've ever played where once i do get past a certain boss level guy i'm fighting and it takes like a real life 15 minutes to get through it and it's not easy and i'm like just build up and really standing while you're yeah. playing <laughs> yeah. yeah i mean it's like kind of clenched it. I'm not shitting you. It's like scoring the fucking overtime touchdown to win the game. The the rush of satisfaction that you just end up like arms in the air, like ready to let's go. Like yeah. you are seriously pumped. And that gotcha. look, that's what that that's what those Twitch channels and pro gamers are delivering to people. That right? and titty streamers. Well, <laughs> not I'm not vouching for all of Twitch. I'm just saying the guys who can do it just by being good at a game. A lot of their fans are people who maybe love games but don't have the time, maybe love games but aren't very good at them, you know, and they watch it and it, there's some fun shit there, man. And so. one one good appealing one about these particular games, and I would say this a while ago, but as someone that thinks that you're a fucking weirdo when you call yourself a gamer, if but but if you say it's like, oh yeah, I beat a bunch of those I beat all the FromSoft games so far. That's the name of the developer that makes these things. It's like, oh, okay, that's legit cred. That's actually impressive. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like it'll span generations. Like if you're I'm serious. You're you're sitting there saying, uh, like some guy who's 20 and meets a whoever's dad or uncle that's 45, and they're like, Oh yeah, I played Dark Souls. It's like, yeah, I know what Dark Souls is. And it's like, whoa, oh, really? Yeah, yeah, I beat all of them, NC3 and plus. And they're like, whoa, cool. You know, it's like instantly there's a, a street cred there. Like I won all conference uh, in high school. (laughs) It's basically the same shit. It's like having a letter on your jacket. You could show somebody. You're like, yeah, I did that. It's right. It's like, yeah. See right now, one of my buddies just texted me 26 hours in this fucking game. And I just now beat the first main story boss. What the fuck? Right. The other thing, the other thing, it's hours straight. No, not straight. Probably like a couple hours at a time. I was like, I'm worried for his health. (laughs) No, and the the other fun thing about this is the game is based around melee combat with fan with like medieval weapons. Becky, that's a fair point. Go ahead, you. I mean, you can kind of figure out what weapon you want to use, and that kind of determines what playstyle you're going to have. Like the swinging balls on the chains. Those are my favorite. Actually, yeah, I, I have one of those. What do you call those? Morningstar. No, flail. Flail. (laughs) But for example, right now, I'm trying to decide whether I want to take this particular character into more of a curved sword kind of build, which is quicker. 
Here's or like deep. a hand and a half Claymore sword or Claymore build, which is slower, but it's a hell of a lot harder. For Becky, this is like being at that part of the pool where you're on your toes, but your head is still above water. Yeah. But you know you're getting well, pushed to the deep end. My head is completely where you like underwater. <laughs> you're talking yeah. and I'm hearing We can load up Twitch and, girl, I can show you. Okay, so there's two things I want to say about this before we get too carried away. Becky, you were right about saying something about games because I can tell you there are definitely those people out there because it's like anything it's like if you're an addict you're an addict yeah you know what i mean and for just like facebook or games on your phone Mm. or these games too there's a dopamine hit that you crave and that's the same thing i was totally describing there with beating that like this guy said 26 hours first boss i guarantee you when he beat that guy it was like and and knowing him, he's probably exaggerating on the hours. He wanted too, a trophy, and a, 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 yeah, he wanted to commemorate it. Yeah, I mean, look, that's that's the tricky thing about anything like that. It's exciting, it's fun, and and worth anybody checking out without scoffing at it. Even you, Becky, because honestly, as funny I'm not, as I'm not scoffing at it, I just don't. No, no, no. I know you're not. <laughs> I'm just saying, what would be funny though is like, to I get don't want your the nerds to come after me. <laughs> but your real time response to watching brando play you would be entertained by hearing and seeing his reactions well, to what I was, was going on, I, I was right? reading on the discord and i was like oh dang brando i don't know what you're talking about but shit <laughs> but he's in, but you could tell he's, he's like, invested right he's i'm at because I'm, like I'm at work actually saving lives and he <laughs> these are popping up <laughs> on my phone and i'm like oh shit you yeah. must be having yeah. a really yeah. hard night brando cubicle monkeys feel like shit good job nice humble yeah, brand. so funny and also the, the fact that he's like undulating between talking about the the russian invasion of ukraine yeah. and also the beating the first it's just boss funny yeah. because it's like it's been a weird fucking I weekend could, yeah i don't know how to mute it i really don't know how to mute it because i'm gonna have to teach you how to mute it. it's a simple. tech savvy it's person so i get the pop-ups on my phone and i just see like all of a sudden it goes from ukraine and russia to a video game to something else and then an episode summary pops up, and I'm like, what is going on? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's talking about doing an episode just about the Elden Ring, because there's a lot of gamers out there that would hopefully listen um, to it. But. The, the last fun thing about these particular games is the release window when everybody else is in the zeitgeist of it, and you and the people on the internet are all kind of figuring this shit out together. At the same mm-hmm. time, yeah, that's that's also something so, that's entertaining. So, like, when you have, like, these massive games like this, like, these long games that just seem to go on forever and ever, when yeah. you finally, like, beat them or win them or whatever the terminology is, do you later, like, sometime down the road go back and play it again? Or is that just, like... I did it. I'm done. Not all games, but these games are masterpieces. And yes, for me, okay. it's rare. Yeah, for so him, like, it's rare. For me, okay. I have. I've gone. I've. I've definitely done that several times. Okay. It's because just. There, it's there's just, only. It's weird. <laughs> there's a certain level of frustration from these games I can take, and going into what's called new game plus. Mm-hmm. I I can't deal with that. It's just. It's. It's too difficult. Yeah, I, and that's, that's where it stops being fun for me. That's what I was saying. But it's a challenge to others. When I tell, whenever I was telling, uh, I think my nephew, we were talking about games, and I was like, "Yeah, I've I've done New Game Plus three, so it means I went back and played through." You're fucking crazy, man. Two other times because because it kept getting 
more and more difficult. And it's it's really just it's so fast. You know, I, I get on that adrenaline kick where I'm enjoying it. And I like mastering things, especially with, you know, whatever you get it. I like playing so like, those games. When you replay it, like, do you like try to challenge yourself to do? like Yes. So like yeah. the first time you ever play a game. You want to play it without like cheat codes or like upgrades. I never use like cheat that. codes now. L- okay. Let me let me give a good example for these kinds of games. Like typically for a first playthrough, hi Sammy. Sammy agrees. I'm gonna go sword and board. Typically sword and shield or just a big yeah. two-handed sword. But if I decide to play it again, let's go something drastically different. Let's start slinging magic around left and right. Okay, so you can, you, that's the you thing. It gives you a lot of... It depends if a game different. has replayability like that or not. Let me tell you, these are the things where you want to talk about the hardest core in these games. These games are already widely recognized as being the hardest possible, right? Then you have somebody, there'll be like a handful of people that will go through and beat it in 10 minutes. I'm, I'm exaggerating, but yeah. they'll, take like hour, yeah. that, they'll take a game that takes somebody hours and hours and hours, and they'll find a way to do it in an hour. In some cases, there are guys who do it with a blindfold. And How they do you just play a video play. game with a blindfold I know, on? I look, but this is where this guy got gets uh, you know, a million people watching him do it on his Twitch channel. Or, and, or you get, weirdos that play Dark Souls with a guitar hero. Yeah, with guitar. a guitar hero controller, like a guitar or a drum set. What? Like it's yeah, mm-hmm. th- this is like this is like where you they can take use other it. things to control other games. Yeah. They're, well, they're just controllers, right? They're just buttons and they're shaped yeah. differently. So they're, you can they're probably, they're probably way. plugging. See a lot of these Xbox, a lot of this Xbox stuff, it's Microsoft. It just plugs right into windows and typically you're good to go. Yeah. And a lot of the same Xbox mm-hmm. stuff is available on windows. So what a lot of weird people do, people with too much time on their hands <laughs> is they'll take like the old guitar hero stuff and they can either, find software or create software that will take the button inputs from that controller and, and turn it into game. something that'll work with a different game. I didn't know you could do yeah, that. So do that for the extra challenge because they're crazy. That's interesting. Well, and they and and the thing is they do it. They actually do it. So it yeah, is, I mean it is genuinely amusing. But so here, we've time come a long way because I brought up Joe Manganello and Henry <laughs> to, 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 <laughs> I told you that so I could tell you this. Um Becky, we're just in terms of picking a guy, you know, sometimes those giga chads might be hiding in nerd forums. Hey, and I'm totally you know, fine with that. I'm just saying that. Like, you may end up having to play some D&D and be Listen, like the Elvish queen, you know. I draw the line. <laughs> I'm blind, yeah. It's a lot of rules to learn. There's a line in the sand. I don't play anything like that. What were you part of that confusing. Midwestern culture? But were you part of that Midwest? Like when you were growing up, was it your parents telling you Satanic Panic? Uh, yes, yeah, Satanic Panic. No, like it's worshiping the devil. No, 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 no. That was my my father's more so. Okay, my father, not my mom and my stepdad. My, my mom and my stepdad were cool when I was growing up. <sighs> nice yawn. <laughs> <laughs> but up since like six in the morning, Becky, man, you're not interesting. I know. Hard yawn. Hard I thought I was bringing it with interesting questions to make it sound like I was interested <laughs> Listen, in the video I thought that was re- Thank you for giving us a forum to talk about. I know you're not interested, but uh, no, it's, I, think it's, I, I learned a lot today about that you could play video games with other video game thingy-majiggies. So here, here's, 
I actually have another interesting one here for you, Becky, because another there's a driving game I'm also playing. It's not very realistic, but it's still fun. But this driving game takes place in Mexico, and it's also kind of open world. <laughs> okay, so hold on. Part of this Pause. Pause. What does open world mean? It's a big-ass map, and you go wherever you want. Okay. Continue. So, <laughs> again, parts of this big game map have different biomes to them, and one of them looks like you're driving through Saguaro National Park. And oh, the fact that basically, basically my car is in that game, yet, you know, the faster version mm-hmm. is just a lot of fun to screw around with. Because remember, I'll never be able to drive my car like, like that. that. Remember when yeah, I mean, Need look, for Speed came out on the computer and you could buy the steering wheel and the pedals for Oh, you can it? still do that, but yeah, that was ground This game makes me actually want to think about getting a steering wheel and pedals. When he whispers, it means cool. he really means it. I remember we got that because my brother was really into computers and gaming. I think he still is, but my uh, stepdad mounted it on a uh, milk crate. <laughs> yep. The pedals yeah. on the milk crate because we couldn't reach him because... My brother was short until about ninth grade. So, no, but so that, that's the whole thing is that nowadays it's just another uh, avenue for really interesting entertainment. And a lot of movies, I mean, Uncharted just came out. Uh, that's that based on a game property. I, I haven't watched I, it's, it. But it's it's, it's based on a video game. Yeah. Probably not. Probably not good. No, I heard it was good. I, I mean, there are a lot of different things. There's an HBO series built around The Last of Us coming out soon. That's built on a video I'm game. I'm only property. giving that a shot because of Pedro Pascal. You know what You so, know what movie I really like that's based on video games? Which ones? Pixel. <laughs> With Adam Sandler. <laughs> oh. <laughs> there literally is. Hey. I, I think I've seen them all out of morbid curiosity, and there is no good video game movie. It doesn't exist. <laughs> But you know what? That one's I, I disagree. Pretty good. I watched they play Free Pac-Man Guy. with cars. I love it. <laughs> but so, but that's sort of the idea, right? Those are things you're familiar with, brought into yeah. a, a, a entertainment. Yeah, I mean, the Free Guy with the uh, with Ryan Reynolds was entertaining and funny, and there are tons of game references in there. Oh, and I gotta admit, you know, my you wife know, made yeah. it move when she picked up on the gravity gun from and the portal gun from Portal. You we know, I mean, it's like I forgot that movie came out. I gotta check that out. It's super fun, entertaining, and 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 the game references are all over the place. See, the big like difference is something like one. something like Fall oh, Guy, I like that game too, and something like Pixel. Uh, they're just it's just video game shit in a movie. The ones that suck or try the the ones that are terrible and never never work are the ones that try to retell a video game story in movie form, like Halo the that's closest, coming out on Paramount Plus. Yeah, I don't know yet. The closest, the only decent one was the original Mortal Kombat movie because they just ripped off Enter the Dragon. Well, wait, I think there's a changing of the guard there. And you know what? We should talk about that when we come back. Okay, we're going to take a minute. We're going to hear about one of our other podcasts. (laughs) And we're going to, from the Ruminations Radio Network, we'll be back in a second. We know you've been scared watching horror movies by yourself. Well, now you don't have to. Hang out with Ruminations of Red Rum. All things horror, from movies to the latest spooky games we've played. Come hang out. But hurry. The killer's behind you! And I disagree with you, Brando. It You're totally right. is a changing of the guard. Because yeah. if they're if they're taking it more seriously, then I think you get a better product. 
And I think that's what you're seeing with Uncharted. It might be the case with Halo. The problem before was, you know, if they made the Super Mario movie, they weren't taking it seriously. They were just going into the kitsch, making it ridiculous, making it for kids. You know what? You know what? Uh, The Silent Hill movie was okay. The first one. It was okay. And they were genuinely trying to be scary. That's based on a video game. It's a terrible adaptation, but it's based on a game. Yeah, and the games were incredibly scary, and, and they really pulled you into that world. So you can, you know, what oh, I wanted to go back and explain what I he means by open world. Game for Becky is. sometime. So nope. Becky nope. those things. Nope. Most video games are like uh, obstacle course, where it's just the course that's in front of you. They can twist it or bend it, but generally you're on a track, and you can go down that track, and there's an end and a beginning open world is like a sandbox it's a completely open environment where the things to do are placed there but how you get there when you get there that's all up to you so it gives you a lot of area to explore and take your time and do whatever you want to do so that's that's a more difficult thing to accomplish those other dark souls games were all like an obstacle course really elaborate you forget you were in an obstacle course because they were big and curvy and lots of twists and turns, but generally straightforward beginning and an end. This one open sandbox. You can go where you want. You can do what you want for the most part. And that's what he meant. They they give you kind of a vague idea of what your overall goal is, but then they throw you out in the world and say, figure it out, stupid. Yeah. I mean, it really is like you, you, you do feel like you're going through something episodic and the episodes begin and end with when you pick up the game and when you put it down, you know, and And some of it's really well written and very well acted. Like there are, I remember telling you uh, in the first few episodes, we were talking Mm -hmm. about how I wanted you to see Red Dead Redemption Mm 2. And it's a completely grounded game. That's a Western that takes place in the early 1900s. And everything about that world, there's nothing uh, like video gamey. It feels like they're recreating the old West, and it feels like you're in it. And all the characters, Klansmen too. Yeah, I I mean, yeah. And so the the things that you run into in this open world in that time, because they're representing the era, you will stumble across a like crazy shit, like the Klan and burning crosses, or you know, random guys beating up another person. But the thing was, it was a Western and it's a really good story, a really good story that has like, if you read anybody that's ever played that game, if it were a movie or a television series, you'd be, it would be up for, you know, Emmys all over the place because it would have taken you to emotional places like breaking bad did or like, you know, the Ozarks or whatever. No, I just want to get a different level of entertainment, but totally. It's that same kind of thing. I wanted you, I I feel like I'm talking to everybody who doesn't play games when I'm saying this to you because there's a a redeeming quality. We get it. There's a redeeming (laughs) quality to them, man. They're not all, they're not all frivolous. Some of them are. I'm not asking video games at all. No, I'm not. Everybody has their own thing. I figure it's going to help, you know, just 
keep me on the golden path to home ownership when the market crashes in the next 18 months or maybe even sooner because sooner. uh mm-hmm. the world has lost its fucking mind or at least vladimir <laughs> fucking putin has we got to talk about this shit for a moment do we because do we I, have to? I, I, I don't want, know that we have to i, I want to briefly a discuss it. a new level of chad that has that has come to light omega chad no no this is putin. i thought no <laughs> fuck that piece of shit <laughs> Vodolomir, I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna butcher the name, but President Zelensky is literally the Alpha and the Omega Chad. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. He kind of turned me on with his speech. Or, I don't want to. Today. I don't need a right out of here. I just need more anti-tank ammo. You god, god damn. Oh, yeah, it does ass. sound like an Iron Eagle script, doesn't it? Or Red Dawn two? Or I guess there is a Red Dawn two. So Red Dawn three. I mean, it really fits. Red Dawn wouldn't work now because if Russians tried to invade America, people that vote Republican would just would would just start fighting for them. Are you you got to be you know you know that there's going there. to be no a movie in production already that the sequel to a spiritual sequel to Red Dawn takes place in Ukraine. Uh, I just want a highly stylized buddy cop movie about President Zelensky and Mayor of Kiev. Uh, Vl- Vitali Klitschko, R- Rush Hour Four. This- yeah, r- yeah, Rush Hour Four, <laughs> Ukraine edition. <laughs> no, I mean, look, I, I, I don't. I, but this, I but seriously, wanted, we're, we're, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I mean, I'm, I'm joking about this, but it's fucking horrible. We just need, you need a little, need a little levity to the situation that mm-hmm. I've spent all weekend watching. I mean, we live in a weird world now because I can live stream a war zone on TikTok. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is kind of crazy. Uh, Tim Dillon uh, is always controversial. If you don't know who I'm talking about, he's a comedian. Um, very, very controversial. And, when you re- and, and remember, when you listen to him, he's a comedian. He's just well, joking. I'm not. I'm just not, laugh, you weirdos. No, but one of the things he points out is what whatever... Like, he was basically on his podcast, which uh, I listen to time to time, he said something I kind of agreed with pertaining to this and he, and something you touched on by saying you can live stream the war and what's going on. So I think he was making the point that for those people who are too addicted to internet and seeing horrible things, I basically, first thing that came to mind was any live your mom's house uh, episode where you're just desensitized from seeing all of the horrible shit that you can see on the internet. And now, you know, Tim Dillon's example was seeing, uh, and something that'll touch on you, Becky is seeing these, you know, NICU infants being Mm -hmm. taken out of the hospital and into a subway. And he's like, if you don't understand that, you know, you've been desensitized, if you're the one making a joke about that, or if you're the one making a, a sideways reference, like it's just another piece of internet, um, whatever junk, if you're out there criticizing or trolling or using it, make your point. He's like, that's disgusting. You're not human. He's like, human beings see that and know that it's tragic and it's heartbreaking. And, you know, and I, I point out Tim Dillon because, you know, it's easy to point at somebody that's a comedian like that who's known for saying controversial shit. And he does without regard. But the thing is, um, at least his controversial shit isn't mean spirited. It's typically, if you're well, at least have a morbid sense of humor. But this is represents Hilarious. that decency, right? This represents that that character that's in inside of all that yeah. controversy, right? Is him pointing out 
there's a very clear and distinct fucking line. And that line is, this is real. And that's what I would encourage anybody who makes jokes about it or who sideways says they'd rather vote for Putin than anyone else kind of shit. It's like, okay, take a minute, check your humanity. That's tragic. It's a catastrophe. And of course, we don't want to see any free peoples being put through something terrible like this. It's awful. And like Brando said, you can literally live stream it on TikTok. And that is uh, fucking crazy, crazy that that's the case. And in a weird way, you're kind of not in a weird way, in a very interesting way. It's nice to see that like you guys are praising the president of Ukraine for standing his ground, not folding up and running the fuck away. And standing up for something. A five foot seven motherfucker know. gives off some serious six two energy. Some big dick energy. Well, but, <laughs> yeah, that <laughs> that BDE. But that's the thing. I mean, what that that's not a whole lot of what we've really seen from the world. And so it's it's not, it's exactly the kind of representation you need to stand up to somebody like uh, the president of Russia, who I'm not really going to talk about too massive much. piece I don't of shit get, i don't want to get into that too much i just want to point out that you know those by those saying that are... i might wind up with polonium in my cough yeah. you, know. <laughs> you get a mail a, a envelope with polonium in it yeah i mean look yeah, they get the letters with cyrillic on them they're going right in the shredder the guy's a baller um i i Zelensky. Baller. yeah Zelensky. Zelensky. and you know i think we're all on the same page with ukraine i think any human being and is any decent American, in my opinion. You know? Before we move on, are you ready for that my little conspiracy theory about this? Oh, here we go. Get your Q hats on. No, 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 no Q. But there, there, there's, <laughs> there's two things. Uh, this has shown the world that Russia's. Again, I'm not trying to undermine the deaths here that have happened, but this has shown the world that Russia's military is actually kind of a joke, and there's no fucking way they could stand up to a conflict with NATO. All they have is nukes. That's it. That's a lot. Uh, it's still I, a know, lot. It's it's still a world ender. A lot of tanks, man. Uh, doesn't. Yeah, I mean, I, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, a lot of tanks. The javelins are awfully good at opening up like sardine cans. So th- this is all I'm saying about that. I'm not even talking about the physical representation. For I me, lost my fucking train of thought, anyways. No, but I mean, for me, it's about just just the the attitude that's represented in the invasion in the first place from the Russian side. There's only a few types of things you can represent against that. And so far the best representation against that and is from the Ukrainian president more than anybody else. And, uh, it's, you know, good for them. I really hope they make it through. I hope we support them in all the right ways. And, and I think the best quote I've heard from anybody is that this hasn't had the results from (laughs) that, that may, that it would appear that Putin and those, and the, the those particular Russians that were behind the invasion were wanting, and and from his own people, goods more power to the people who were protesting against it in Russia. They're not happy about it either. It's hard because at some point it feels like maybe it's just dawning on him that his time is done. Like his, they don't give a shit. It's like you're you're like kids now. You have some 60, 70 year old man go and tell him what he thinks is important. And those kids are going to be like, I don't give a fuck what you think. There's a whole young generation of millennials in Russia that are like, yeah, okay, grandpa, your time's over. Nobody gives a fuck. They want to be part of 
Western civilization. Don, Russian boomers must be a fucking trip. (laughs) Right. Yeah. Well, I mean, they're afraid. And I mean, for good reason. Anyway, look, it's horrible. We're, you know, they, they, they stopped. I think uh, Patreon said that they weren't going to allow anybody to crowdfund uh, things for Ukraine. But how interesting and weird is the world that we live in where that is what people were going with it? They were going to crowdfund it. Mm-hmm. Literally. And, and we're not too far off from there being like, oh, what do you need? Just order it from Amazon. Are you a Prime member? Ukraine's a Prime member now. We crowdfunded it. Ukraine's a Prime member. You get a bulk discount <laughs> on javelin missiles. Yeah, yeah. right. And they're going to go drop them at their doorstep. But no, I mean, look, I, I, I think it's horrible. And I hope that I hope that they stop and reach a, some sort of ceasefire and agreement, if for no other reason than to save the lives of people. And the people have been... You know, I don't want to go there, Brando. Well, two things. We got, we got, let, let's wrap it up with, with, with two things, and one of them is going to be good news. Okay, go for it. First, the bad. Again, my little conspiracy theory is <laughs> okay. Putin also probably was hoping that there'd be a U.S. president in office when he did this that in the past has been wishy-washy on their commitments to NATO, but and instead has a president that is willing to take Article 5 of the NATO agreement and shove it right up their ass. Yeah, look, it's good to see the world uniting behind a rightful cause. I'm I'm about that. And to and 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 to it I just loaded up uh as my father would call it the Clinton News Network, CNN. <laughs> Even though I, I still don't get where he he pulls in with that. I don't u't uh, Zelensky agrees to talks Monday as Putin raises nuclear alert and the West adds sanctions. So maybe tomorrow we can at least get a ceasefire. Uh, yeah, I, I hope for the best. At the same time, you know, I'm, I, don't, I don't know what to say other than uh, I'm glad that kind of leadership exists. Or I know everybody else is. And obviously he's got big dick energy if Becky's noticing it's moving from a guy who's 5'7". <laughs> untypical, untypical. So That's, let's change it up. That is That is the kind of man that your average Trump voter thinks Donald Trump is, and it cracks me up. I mean, look, there's a lot to say about that, but I think that I'm over talking about it, to be honest, like Trump and politics on that level. It's like, uh, if anything, you know, here's the funniest thing I feel about all this. Okay. How crazy is it to me that before maybe a year ago, I was like, I would just be happy for things to go back to the way it was in 2015 and maybe 2014. And it's kind of checking all those boxes, right? We're out in the world. Uh, my wife and I are going to go to a Mardi Gras parade tomorrow. Lindy Gras, Orpheus, going to have a lot of fun. Watch out for that and cage in COVID. I mean, that's the thing, right? Masks are in the trash at this point. Mandates are done, except for in Hawaii. And things are kind of going back to normal, even so much so that just like in 25, was it 2014 that Russia invaded Crimea? It's like yep. now they're invading Ukraine. It's like all of this. <gasps> Time is a flat circle. Time is a flat circle-ish. <laughs> Next thing you know, the Cubs will win the pennant, and we'll go back in the loop. Does 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 Vladdy does 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 Vladdy Putin get a little fucking out of pocket here? I mean things will at least start getting back to normal after this. Well, it does seem like it, right? It does seems like this is more. Are we dying in nuclear? Health sadly, fire? sadly normal. Here goes Brando with the the picker upper. I'm just, just kidding. Last fifteen minutes out of this. The only the only, their only use is deterrence. I don't believe anyone's so, crazy enough to fire one off. Here's a question for you though. Do you think that, like, how do you think people uh, that are here 
like, cause I have friends of mine that have lived here and are American citizens, but we're from Russia. I mean, that's gotta be embarrassing. <laughs> yeah. It's gotta be fucking shitty. I don't know. I don't know if you guys work with anybody. Becky's anybody at your hospital from over there? I, I got some Ukrainian I'm neighbors that I'm kind of avoiding right now. But I have, mm. I have, I mean, I, my family is Polish and I know some of them have ma- married Ukrainians. So I do hey, know people. Hey, Vladi, stop, stop blowing shit up so close to Poland, please. Okay, thanks. Yeah. I appreciate that. It's just a weird time. Stay away from NATO countries, you fucking piece of shit, please. It's a very yeah. Weird and look time. what a, it's a, it's just it's not right. I mean, it, it, I, I hate to put Brando in in the proverbial box here, but he kind of said it the way that I've known it my whole life growing up. I mean, <sighs> Becky, when you were a kid, did you have to run the drills where you had to hide under your desk? Yeah. So I remember mm-hmm. having to hide under my desk. I remember having to worry about that <laughs> stuff growing up. Like my whole upbringing, not saying it was correct, but that was sort of what we heard, right? Like we were worried about a, a war games, right? Matthew Broderick. We were worried about that or we were worried about Red Dawn. All these movies in the 80s that made you convinced it was just a possibility. And, you know, it's like it does sort of feel like they're taking the – familiar role of bad guy it's like they're the bad guy yeah but now that we have, that we have a bad guy we can all focus on now it's like we still can't get all americans focused on a true bad person they're still in fight just, 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 just just to ruin like, moods even more do you know why they had you hide under the desk hang on yeah it's i know i know why okay I don't need you i'm asking becky me. Uh, no, uh-uh, I don't we'll ta- know. Why. We'll talk. We'll talk after this. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> What's the hell bent on bringing you down? It's Brando. No, no. <laughs> well, see, here's, Let me tell here's you what I here's what I don't. What part of me doesn't get? Sure. Is that here I'll do you my have best. you're in in an impending world war situation, right? Is what it's been called. Well, that's how they're selling it, right? That's yeah. literal worst-case scenario. scenario. No, 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 I know, but for, for my Second sake, worst case scenario. for what I'm trying to explain. Go ahead. So you have the focus on one bad guy. Your focus is, you know, oh, Putin's this horrible guy. And everyone's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Why weren't we like this with COVID? Because COVID's not real. Why because we is, can't use guns to fix is, the COVID here's problem. My, here's my argument. You're seeing these people, like, and it's horrible, don't get me wrong, that I, that I even am trying to compare this to it, but in my head this is what I'm thinking. You're actually witnessing these people go through, you know, the bombing and stuff like that. Like, you can actually see the damage, whereas, like, you oh, couldn't right, see it right. with COVID. You couldn't tangible see what healthcare workers. Threat. Yeah, you couldn't see what healthcare workers were going through. And like, oh, you could if you're a psychopath like me and sought it out on the internet. Yeah, well, it just but, it just boggles my down. mind how yeah. like how like people are like, yeah, yeah, he's such a bad guy, and they were not like this with COVID. Like we couldn't agree on protecting our people from from this horrible thing but yet we're agreeing on you know like 
yeah, yeah, like let's crowdfund Ukraine, let's do this. But you couldn't do that for your own damn country. Like that's where I well, get well, yeah, a little bit frustrated. Well, yeah, that would make too much sense. That's no, where I get frustrated I, I, and that's where I I literally get so angry when people are like, COVID, blah, 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 blah. And then in the same sentence, they're like, yeah, this is such a bad man. I'm like, COVID was a bad man. I can Listen, tell you it, it, it how many been a lot babies easier are without their mothers because of COVID. <laughs> but like, pretty, pretty sure COVID's killed more journalists than Vladimir Putin at this point. Yeah. Well, but look, okay. <laughs> I want to take a crack at this. I want to take a crack at this because I think Becky's got a, 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 a solid complaint and I think it's a human one. It's tangible versus intangible threat. So I, what, I don't. I don't just, know that it's just one thing, man. If if anything, I think it's it's just. I'm just trying to. Hear, I'm just trying to Occam's razor it. All right, here's my Occam's razor. Then, if we're gonna Occam's razor it, oh god, he's the, got the soapbox out, people. To the tune of the title of the show, here's my Occam's razor. It's one is good marketing where everybody's on the same page and they're selling the same thing, and one is bad marketing where it was spoken about terribly. The message was terrible from the beginning. Terrible leader. And, and we can, well, I mean, look, leadership, because there's a lot of people that contributed to bad. Por bad no los dos. You know, I, I don't, I don't know what to call that, but I, if I had to Occam's razor it, I'd say good marketing versus bad marketing from my stupid little opinion in my mind, because with Putin and Russia, it's like, it's pretty much a, a done deal, whether you're talking about Chechnya or Crimea or the mm -hmm. Ukraine now. It's like it's an easy thing for the, every news network is going to agree, uh, with exception to some of the hosts on Fox, that Putin's a, you know, uh, not just an oligarch, but a dictator. And that white Christian nationalist just taking care guy. of his own people. Yeah, well, you see, that's the thing. You do hear that from some people on the right, and that's a little rough. We won't go into from that. Some right people now. that literally ran for Senate in 2020. Yeah. But, you know, you have most of the zeitgeist, for lack of a better word, my wife's eyes are rolling in her head from every time I say that word. But everybody generally thinks dictators are bad. Putin's a dictator. Putin is bad. Good people don't invade countries out of nowhere and try to blur the lines between truth and shit, et cetera, et cetera. We can go in a lot of different directions. With COVID, the people who were in charge at the time made a decision. And I think the first thing you say is the most lasting and important memory people have, especially if they're afraid. And so if we in the beginning, and again, my opinion, and being married to a nurse, and having that direct like connection to the the experience from people who were dealing with it, I really think in the beginning, and I'm going to put this on President Trump because whether you like him or don't like him, he's highly influential, regardless of what his yeah. opinions were about where it started or who was at fault or any of that shit. If at the very beginning, just he himself started saying. Protect your hospitals, protect your nurses. We want to make sure they don't get overwhelmed so that we can manage this. And if he only called on his people, the people that followed him, if he just used the power of his influence to do that, that would have been a lasting effect. Like if all the other stuff came after it and everybody was marketing it like they were like with Putin, dictator bad, Putin, dictator, Putin bad. 
right? If they were doing that like that, COVID, this is going to hurt hospital staff. It's going to press hospital capacity. We need to figure this out. We need your help. This is what you're racist uncle. But I'm saying if it would have been that message from the beginning Mm -hmm. and it were echoed on the state level and the city level, I think it would have had a little more unity to it. And instead people made it more political. People on both sides took a shot at making it political. And that was the first messages people heard, right? It was a, a conspiracy thing and it was a bioweapon. It was made in a lab. Oh, it was made from animal. It's like the first message should have been super practical, super focused on, you know, following a playbook that, and we like, again, there's a ton, this is rife with tendrils of conversation to make it all complicated, but Occam's razor. And, and I'm really proud of myself because from the beginning and very much because of my connection with people like yourself, Becky, and my wife, it was always look out for the people at that's like the, the 3000 or the 300, it's the 300 men guarding the bottleneck to keep the enemies at bay, you know, keep mm-hmm. those 300 safe, protect their backs and we'll do well, that's the best we can do to manage it. And you know, that's not how people were thinking. And, it, and I can't, excuse it i can't tell you that they shouldn't have run you know done more but um i totally understand why you're angry about it i think everybody in the medical industry is angry about it or at least everybody who knows enough to know what the right things were um Everyone that knows and the news that we should keep help, our medical industry right? happy the news yeah. didn't help the news pumped up the sides um you know if they had animosity they pumped up that animosity and it didn't help and so now it's it's funny that we kind of get to this point because you know i, I I would, especially in the time where comedians are sort of all over the news, you have a former television comedian that's now the president of Ukraine standing rough like he doesn't give a fuck. And guess what? That's comedians. They don't give a shit and they're going to do what they do. Um, and they that's a good and a bad thing, right? And you have to deal with it. Um, I just... Um, I don't know. I'm at, I'm at a point where I, I listen to somebody like Bill Maher go on his show. Bill Maher's a controversial comedian. Bill Maher's somebody who's challenged a lot of thinking. And he always does his new rules bit. And it's an interesting place where Bill Maher is the guy saying, uh, you know, try to try not to rub everybody's face in it who was wrong about Trump. Try not to try to be a little more graceful and the power of that kind of Hey, we know you got suckered. It's cool. Let's move on. Or else they're just going to remember us for being like, fuck you, you fucking piece of shit, you know, and you're going to get all up. And look, you can say that because you had to walk a mile, but, uh, you know, I think it was bad marketing. I think a lot of people don't think a lot more people are overwhelmed and don't know how to decipher the shit that they're getting. I use my friends as examples, you know, if, if you're overworked and undersexed, check out a previous episode. Uh, maybe you have kids and, and and not enough time, and maybe you only get a few minutes in the morning to read something and a few minutes at, at on the television to hear something. I mean, you know, there's algorithms that are pointing you in the wrong direction on and your if you Facebook. Do it on Facebook, you shouldn't internet. be allowed to vote. Right. Well, you know, I'm just saying, like, 
there's a lot of reasons where you can kind of just, it's better to just tell people how to find good information. Find Dr. John Campbell on YouTube, nurse educator, retired. He's been the most honest explanation of all of it. Try to be calm and level-headed. You wouldn't put your special forces at risk. I mean, there's no, I would say dictator is bad. Uh, COVID was very much like a dictator, like a ghost dictator on the world stage. And a lot of people were splintered here. And I hold those other, those people accountable. If they, if you don't take your influence, your responsibility of your influence, uh, seriously, then you're a bad person, you know, or you have something to learn. Maybe you're not a bad person, but you should definitely fucking change. And I think it's why I, I hate, hate, I have a lot of reserved anger and animosity for somebody like Tucker Carlson, because I think he knows better. Well, but that the fact it, that he was born with about a dozen silver spoons shoved up his ass and right, literally got into this line of work because he thought it would be fun. Yeah, and that's his thing. He serves. Uh, he knows, in my opinion, he knows he's misleading his his fans, and he's happy to do it because it puts money in his pocket, and he, he has influence, and he doesn't take it seriously. So, guys like that, I think, are the ones who marketed it badly and pumped up separation. Whereas, like I said, it's as fucked up as it sounds, as much as we didn't like or support Trump, I don't think you guys would disagree. If that guy had said it first, take care of your hospitals, especially to to rural people with limited hospital staff all the way mm -hmm. up to big cities, it would have gone better. Just from that marketing standpoint, take care of your hospital, take care of your city, take care of your professionals in the medical industry. That's the best way we have a chance to deal with this. It would have been better. And, he and didn't then shut it. the fuck up. And he didn't do it. I mean, that's the, the point for me is that that never, that never came from because the big if he did that, He would have waltzed so. to reelection with no question. But that's, that's why Becky, I mean, I just, that's my, that's my best explanation for you. And I know it's probably not a good one. <laughs> like it doesn't make you feel warm. And I like pleasant. mine better. I think it was more succinct and to the point. I'll let I mean, her decide. Nothing, what do you think? Nothing makes me like warm and fuzzy about anything. I mean, it's all terrible. It just kind of. Oh, the, the COVID exhaustion for sure. Yeah. Well, it, yeah. And like, I didn't, I don't mean to compare it to what's going on over there. Cause what's going on is horrible, but it just. Careful. Your American privilege is showing. I know. No. I don't, I don't articulate. I don't, okay, that I was supposed to land a little funnier. I apologize. Yeah, I got <laughs> I, str I, I, I struggle because I have to walk a fine line with how I say my opinions sometimes because no, I of, get you. you know, because Look, of my work and my job and it just is one of those things. It's like, I know I don't, I'm not articulate, I'm not articulating it correctly and I'm not, you know, I'm not like super like into politics. I'm not like... I mean, I'm educated on the things, but like, not like you guys. And it just, I don't know. Yeah, you it have this thing called me. life. It just hits me. Well, Becky, you're, you're, you deal with the type of, you deal with the type of mental fatigue that Brando and I don't. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and so it's not, it's not, I mean, you're exactly the person that I'm sort of, I mean, and look, Brooke too, my wife too, you know, you guys work 12 hour shifts at ground zero of a lot of suffering when it came to COVID. You guys saw all the ramifications. And mm -hmm. for a lot of people, this isn't an excuse for them, but for a lot of people, they just didn't see it. They didn't see it every day. They didn't see the cumulative effect of it. Mm -hmm. They didn't see the the correlation of 
a, a city not wearing masks all the way to the ER being overwhelmed all the way to ventilators and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. They, they just, they didn't see it. They didn't experience it. You guys do. So you deal with a different, you know, you come home from such a serious line of 12 hours, but it's really more like 13. And then you come home and you have to feed yourself. You don't want to dwell in darkness. So you're not going to go and read the latest news. Yeah. You're going to watch something on television. You're going to watch mm -hmm. One Tree Hill, or you're going to you're going to swipe left on a thousand gigachads, or go yeah. change a bad date's tire. Like all those things are preferable to to having to deal with more grim reality, you know. And that's that's the thing. I don't think it's a hard sell. I think people are generally sympathetic. I think most people know a nurse or a doctor or a a MA or a PA or somebody that works at urgent care. It's like you know, if we were told all the way down the line, this will help from make it easier from influential people that would have been, whether that was Donald Trump or Joe Rogan or any of them, it would have been a better experience, but it wasn't right. And guess what? You're not tuning in for the fourth and fifth show. Most your average person is not tuning in for the fourth or fifth show of somebody going, we're doing great. Everybody mm -hmm. keep it up. Go team. You know what they're getting ratings on? Oh, that's a lie. And that's a conspiracy. And CNN's lying. And oh, we're going to have this doctor who says he invented the needle, you know, or some shit like that. You know, like it's going to be, that's all what I kind of saw. And I, all I could do was try to help um, those around me sort of see it differently, you know? And yeah. You're not, it's not it that you're like, it's, All I think not, about is like funny. the video you talked about with the NICU going into the bomb shelter. And right. it's like, why couldn't they have had a video of like that, like that? Well, they did. And, 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 and it's just, again, the messaging from the top down wasn't yeah. uh, marketed the same way. Like that's like even the Republicans who, are out there um, using some platform to diss the president on this. That was to be expected. But all of them are still basically saying, like senators are still saying Putin's a horrible guy. Like they're all on the same page with that, right? Mm -hmm. There's no, there's no been there. That's what I mean. It's really simple marketing and true at, at that. It's, you know, dictator bad, Putin dictator, Putin bad. Elden Ring that, legendary. That's it. You got, you got it all, right? With, with COVID, it was, you know, it was a totally splintered conversation and you guys, nobody paid a bigger price than the healthcare worker, you know, the healthcare professional. I'm just salty because I got spit on a lot. So, well, yeah, it's a, it, look uh, to the point Becky where, uh, and I'll, I'll wrap this up here in the next minute. It's to the point where I really have said to, to Brooke, I'm pissed because I feel like you guys have bad spokesmanship. Like there's not like, I feel like the nurses uh, unions and the people who not doctors, doctors can fend for them fucking selves. I mean, nurses, there should be a, a better representation of the, the burden and the weight and responsibility that you guys carry. I mean, it's not small. I think I only saw one news report where a, a doctor was like, you don't want to be in a hospital without nurses. You might as well not have doctors show up either. It's not going to work. No, you know, nothing's getting done. And it's like, that's what I think. It should have been like Rosie the Riveter, 
right? There should have been much more of a of a nationwide let's get behind its fucking gung ho pro America support your nurses should have been right up there with support your troops. And what an easy, easy, easy layup, no brainer kind of thing for somebody who didn't have a massive fucking ego could get behind it. And, and, and it's my contention that had he, he'd probably be president now. So it'd be a trade-off, right? Like that's the other thing I'll, I'll end with that quagmire. Had he led that way and everybody was on the same page, chances are you'd be dealing with another four years of the man. <laughs> Elden Ring, legendary. <laughs> maybe I should start a new. Maybe I should start a new and, and make a make a build based around a halberd. <laughs> That's exactly what Brandon's been thinking about this whole time. Look, oh, yeah, totally, totally. Oh, oh, I haven't listened oh, to you in like at all in the last fifteen minutes. What else is new? But no, look. To be I'm fair, that's kidding, kind of baby. what this—that's what this is all about, right? It's a good episode because we started off talking about something random and ridiculous, and you know, Becky's trying to learn how to see that we're not just gamers; we're also humans. <laughs> and then she's—and we're tarnishing up those Giga Chad images of Henry Cable. And oh yeah, okay, you spent money on some games, bro. Anyway. Thank you, guys. Great episode. Interesting chatter. And if you were bothered by us taking it too geopolitical serious, hey, it's just one half of an episode. We'll be back again with some more uh, dating mayhem or more stories about what's going on at uh, uh, not Cogswell Cogs anymore, is it? We're still going with Callahan Auto? Callahan Auto Parts, yeah. Uh, A thousand brake pads. thousand brake pads. There was a hundred thousand brake pads, right, Tommy Boy? That's right. All right, guys. Well, let's wrap it up. We went a little eight minutes long, got a little off on a tangent, but that's totally normal around here. Sorry, Mitch. Yeah, sorry, Mitch. Um, uh, I'll butcher 10 minutes off this thing myself. Thank you for listening and coming back for another episode. We join us again. We'll be back in about a week. Uh, Ruminations Radio Network is the proud sponsor of Brevity Box. I hope they're proud. We're trying to make them proud. And we're brought to you by Area 42 Studios and Sound. Again, shout out to the man in charge of it all, Mitch. We'll be back with another episode soon enough. Take care, guys. Thanks again.